if you got it, w w w watch it. I mean, if you got it, why not just watch it? Hiya there, folks. Welcome to If You Got It, Watch It. I'm Kayla, and by golly, you better believe I have my keenest friends with me, Rachel. Really? The keenest? The keenest. Hi. And Tony. Hiya, Kayla. <laughs> Hiya, Tony. Hiya, Kayla. <laughs> if you love movies and hearing interesting facts and unique insights about them, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we use a number generator to randomly select a movie from our DVD collections each week and we'll dissect them scene by scene. We'll bring up facts you maybe never knew, moments that made us laugh or cry, things that might not hold up today, and we'll end it with us each giving the movie a grade we think it deserves. This week, we are going back to the 90s, and then back to the 50s. It's got a star-studded cast, a timeless theme, and innovative cinematography. It's Pleasantville. Pleasantville was released October 23rd, 1998. It was written and directed by Gary Ross. He also co-wrote Big, Mr. Baseball, and Dave. It stars Toby Maguire as David, Reese Witherspoon as Jennifer, William H. Macy as George, Joan Allen as Betty, Paul Walker as Skip, Jeff Daniels as Bill, J.T. Walsh as Big Bob, and Don Knotts as the TV repairman. I'm glad his he was just the TV repairman because that's how I referred to him the whole time. Yeah, he never me too. had a name, but I just I didn't know if they gave him a name. David and Jennifer didn't have a last name either. It was a box office flop. The budget, I know, the budget was sixty million. I'll explain that makes why sense. in yeah. a little bit. But they made forty nine point eight million. So they did not bring in as much as they mm -hmm. spent, spent. Which I feel like now it's more popular i'd I don't say know, over, the, over its more life of a following yeah over its know. life it's probably made their money back i would imagine but oh, I, I think so and you'd think now not necessarily cheaper to make but easier to make today you wonder with technology mm -hmm. uh filming locations this movie was filmed entirely in california the town of pleasantville was built from scratch in the malibu creek state park uh the interiors were filmed at various high schools including Rose City High School in Pasadena, which is also seen in Catch Me If You Can, and the Harvard Interiors for Legally Blonde, and then also at John Burroughs Junior High, which is um, seen in Pretty in Pink and Never Been Kissed. So a couple famous oh. movie high schools. Yeah. I couldn't find any Minnesota ties, so... Yeah. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Yeah, all I could think was William H. Oh. Macy was in Fargo. Yes, and that's yeah. it. That's our link. He seems. I I see Jerry a lot when I watch yes, this. I like William H. Mm -hmm. Some reviews. Uh, people like this movie on Rotten Tomatoes. At least has got eighty six percent. IMDb seven point five, which is high praise for good. IMDb. Yeah. yeah. And then I I picked a couple reviews. One that I think really matches close to how I feel about the movie. It was written three years ago by Del San Valentin. Five stars. The beauty of this movie is so understated. 
Just like life, nothing is black and white or even just shades of gray. It also addresses the issue of bigotry, the perceived role of women, and the dangers of subscribing to a narrow dogma of how things should be. It's like, yeah, yeah right. Worded, worded yeah. very Short, well. Sweet Checks. to the point. Yep. The other one, this is not, doesn't say who left the rating, but it is a four-star rating from 2013. Moral of the story is, if you touch yourself, trees will go on fire. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I thought that was but they funny. gave it four stars, so <laughs> yeah, they're all right it. with that. Yeah. I thought that was comical. <laughs> I could have seen that being a one-star review of, yeah. of it, but... Every time you masturbate, I mean, a baby I'm puppy sure dies. there were one-star reviews. Were there anything that was super bad where it's just like, oh, okay, not worth my time to read? This is the worst movie I've ever seen. That's exactly like, what it was. God. I was going to try and find a one-star just, you know, either to laugh at or just to get a different mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. But every single one-star was like 75,000 pages long of like a book of why they like, didn't like this yes. movie. Oh, my gosh. Get a life. So because this, of course, is a DVD reviewing podcast, we talk a little bit about the special features again. Yay. Uh, comes Our DVD, at least, comes with audio commentary from the writer-director Gary Ross, the isolated score by a composer, Randy Newman, who yeah, is yeah. the Pixar guy. He did Toy Story, Bugs Life, Monsters, Inc., Cars. And sure. when you pay it, once you know that Monk. and you pay attention to the... Major League. Really? Oh, yeah. Major yeah. League opening. Yep. The when, monk theme yep. song. Once you know that, it's because I even last night we were watching it one more time and I said to Tony, Do you know? Did you look up who did the score for this movie? And he go, he said, No. And I go, You'll under you'll it's understand. Randy you'll know. Newman. Yep. I yeah. like yeah. him. I like, <laughs> yep, I like Makes him. Sense. And he did a really good job with this movie, I felt yes. like of making you feel what they wanted you to mm-hmm. feel. Like he he top notch score for sure. Yeah. yeah. It has it the is. Fiona Apple music video from the song at the end mm-hmm. and uh, the original theatrical trailer, cast and crew list, and then a little on the art of Pleasantville, which I kind of talked about a little here. I won't get into the details because most of it was over my head. But basically, the this movie, when it was made, had the most digital effect shots of any movie before it because of all the color black and white thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was filmed entirely in color. And then frames were scanned in order to selectively desaturate, desaturate and adjust contrast digitally. That was the first time that was ever done for a feature film. And so, I mean, every single screen, every single shot had to be certain parts changed and mm-hmm. desaturated to make black and white. Just think of that edit time. Yeah. For real. Well, did you read about the wrongful death lawsuit that was involved in this movie? I was a production guy. He fell asleep behind the wheel on his way home from after working for 19 hours. I did not on this you... movie, and it was they dedicated it to him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, damn, like yeah. 19 he hours. He worked more than what the legal amount is, yeah. and so when he went home and fell asleep at the wheel, yeah, there's a legal his amount family... now because of him because they cut it to 14 hours. And yeah, he was working 19, sure. but yeah, so he was only like 35 years old That's or something sad. too. It was so sad, but they put a lot of work yeah, into for this. Sure. The particular scenes I thought were really cool that a lot of thought went into was the makeup scene with Betty. Mm -hmm. So the makeup when David is putting it on her is green and in color because it's used like a green screen. 
And so, I mean, it's a testament to how good of acting they do mm-hmm. because he's painting her face green. Like, they show the shot and the yep. special features of what she looks like with a totally green face looking like the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> yeah. And they're so emotional and so into it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's good acting because I would yeah. be cracking up like, you look ridiculous. Yeah, well, I suppose she can't see it. So he, you know, for right. Toby like, Maguire to not right? see him. Too. Same. Her whole face is green. So if you like nerdy film kind of stuff, I would highly recommend watching the special features. It was features. really interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Because you always do kind of wonder, because this had to have been one of the first of its time to do a black, you know, like black, white color. Yes. Well, in the same, well, at least like a moving picture. Because I mean, there was that photographer, remember those popular pictures in like the early 90s? It would be like of a black and white, like little kids and they'd be holding red roses. All sure. I could think of was Schindler's List, really, with the girl with the, with red, the red coat. coat. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Right, and Still. that's just like one, two items, yeah. not just whole people. And even mo- there's moments later on in the movie where you see the reflection of somebody is in color. Like, that that's even, yeah. Incredible. Like, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't have even thought to do that. And then mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, even notice her reflections are color the same. Like, mm-hmm. oh Yeah, God, he said the special effects yes. guy was real proud of himself. Yes. Why would that? you Did they win any awards? Amazing. No. No awards I, won for I, Maybe a, a, I don't think they won any major like Oscars or anything. They might have so. won kind of a lesser award. You'd think that it would... Um... They would have won something for visual effects, things like that. I mean, Beetlejuice the, won best makeup. Well, so even you like think, costumes and makeup, because the one, did you watch like the photographer, how he said being a color photographer and lighting for black and white photography, how it's so different. So different. Things oh, you sure. wouldn't even think of because like, you could have in color, there's the contrast right there, but in black and white, you have tonal contrast. Mm-hmm. Sure. So when he said, didn't even, of course, a man in a light blue shirt standing up a yellow wall against a yellow wall with like a tan cabinet next to you. He's like in color. It would look it good. It has a contrast. Yep. But in black and white, he's all like, the same. It goes. So just thinking that too, like the costume yeah, they color had to may think look about cool. all that <gasps> stuff. Like, nope, those two people can't wear the same shirts next to each other because they look the same in black mm. and white. Right. And it looks look, good in color. Yeah. But some casting facts. Rachel Lee Cook auditioned for the part of Jennifer and it, the, it was offered to Melissa Joan Hart. But she turned it down. Okay. I could see her. Yeah. I like Reese. I do too. Yeah, she did a good job. But I could see Melissa and Joan Hart maybe could have a little. She could have been an extra. I could see her as one of the extras or one of the friends. She plays corny well too. Yeah. Uh, This was Don Knotts' last live action film. And the part was originally offered to Dick Van Dyke. Which, I mean, Um, from one older man I adore to another from Black and White Times, I mm would have been happy with either. I like them both. Yeah, and I think even on like the back back burner, did they have Jerry Van Dyke? Oh, his brother. If Dick Van Dyke couldn't do it, then they (laughs) said, yep, we'll have Jerry. They're like the same, right? But yeah, but he passed away, sadly. One thing I thought was kind of funny, Don Knotts was not available for their post-production looping. So all the overdubbing line reading, like his voice in the background, is not actually him. It's an actor doing an impression of him. Really pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's that's like, pretty good. I was like, yeah. wow, that's I never would have noticed. So when you just hear that. him, like when the TV's on and yep. you don't see him, you just hear him. That's most likely not Don Nuts. Interesting. So yeah, someone who's got a really good impersonation me. of him. Yeah. Yeah. Before the movie came out, there was a promotion that a winner would get a trip to Pleasantville, Iowa. Yeah, whoopee! That's the smallest Pleasantville in the U.S. There are 11 total Pleasantvilles. Shockingly, the winner turned it down and opted for the $10,000 prize instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Iowegians. <laughs> I, yeah. really so like, are the these, I mean, is there anything with the Pleasantvilles to do with the movie? Like, have they done anything or is it just I don't think the town? Know. I think they were I would just take trying the 10 to promote grand it. Too, unless uh, it yeah. looked like Pleasantville like this and like 
And even still, like, yeah, what do you... Ten grand. I'll take the money. Yeah. They didn't even star it when he's like, and get a trip to the Pleasantville. I know. Of your choice. I looked. I'm like, they didn't put a star you know, in like, Iowa. There's no star in that Iowa. Sucks. <laughs> That's yeah. where they offered the trip. I know. Instead. I was curious about that. If the yeah. rules were accurate, I don't placements. know. Must not have been, or at least not all eleven of them. Right. There was. There was you're right. There was no one. Maybe in it's Iowa. because it is the smallest one. They're like, nobody's gonna pick. That's all we can afford. <laughs> Poor Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Iowa. You have corn and yeah. a caucus. And the Hawkeyes. <laughs> Uh, last little note, J.T. Walsh, who played Big Bob, died in February of 1998, so they had just finished making the yeah. movie. So this was actually a posthumous release for him, and the movie is dedicated to in his honor, as well as that cat. The one guy, that yeah. Died Brent, in the accident. Something I feel bad, I can't remember his name. That's it. Does anybody have anything else they want to talk about before we break it down? <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. David and Jennifer are twins in high school, and we see they couldn't be any more opposite. David plans to watch a marathon of his favorite old show, Pleasantville, while Jennifer invites a boy she likes over to watch a concert on MTV. They argue over who gets the remote, and it gets thrown into the wall and breaks. A TV repairman appears at their door and gives them a replacement remote, but the remote ends up transporting them into the Pleasantville show, making them into the characters Bud and Mary Sue. David realizes that they need to play along, but Jennifer isn't having it. That is, until she sees Skip, the basketball team captain. Skip wants to ask Mary Sue out, and Bud tells him it's a bad idea, which causes the first ripple in the pleasantness of the town, Skip missing a basket. So, Tobey Maguire doing the the talking to a girl who Mm -hmm. you, you, I mean, immediately I was like, I was sold on it. Like, I thought he was talking to her, and all their reactions, I'm like, that was, that was really good. That's and then all of a sudden good. it's like, on. oh, she's 50 feet away mm-hmm. talking to He's her boyfriend or a yeah. guy that she likes. The AC Slater wannabe in the... He's Mr. Introvert, Mr. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't want to cause it. He wants... He's nervous. He's My shy. mom's going out of town. She left me the car. Yep. <laughs> Borrow the car. Okie doke. Well, give me a call. Uh, what kind of depressing school do they go to? Oh, I like, know. Oh, it my God. Like desolate. You're, is it the end of the day, By the time maybe? you graduate, you're going to have oh, a decrease oh, in okay. entry-level jobs. You'll make less money. You're more likely to die from HIV than a car accident. You're going to have global warming, which is going to cause catastrophe in the next 10 years. Which, I mean, most of not wrong. actually happened. Right? And yeah. I do like, well, they're not sugarcoating it. No. That's for right. sure. They're at least being real. And good grades are your only ticket through. I was, see, I was thinking that like everything they were talking about is like you're gonna do all this work, you're gonna have good grades to get into college, and you're gonna make less. You're money. gonna make less money, so <laughs> yeah. and probably to, gonna die in a hurricane or a or whatever famine. Anyway. But then all they, they said is you need good grades. Well, why not go into the trades then, like where you can go work somewhere and work right out of high school? Like I thought but that's that what is they were 1998. pushing. That was 98. Yeah, that was like you go to the university. Yeah, I suppose. And then you graduate. Right. I think in now debt, they push the trades. I say it, it's like it was before then, and now it's skipped, and now it's back to why be in a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt from college because right. like that's what you're into, supposed to do right you know. and that's i mean 98 that was still kind of our generation too was yeah well, i was you gotta 13. go to a four-year college i mean you're not you're not gonna make it and not all three of us did not go to a four-year no. college no. and we're doing just fine right yeah. we have a podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> look at us <laughs> mr douglas yeah. <laughs> suck it no well, these kids must not be the brightest if in high school they're learning what famine is. No. Yeah, who can is tell that... us what famine is? <laughs> like, don't you kind of know that by 10th grade? <laughs> well, grade, what, like what you grade? were saying about how depressing is the school. That's why I was thinking, like, 
desert Arizona because it just looked like they were out in the middle Very of nowhere. Very Breaking Bad. That's what made yeah. me think of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah, New Mexico. Just, that's not Utah. That's what I was thinking. New but, Mexico. Yeah, that's kind of too. And it's very bleak. Global mm-hmm. temperature will have risen 2.5 degrees by the time you kids are 30, which would have been 2010. I'm like, Probably. well, uh, we are losing yeah, we have, some and we have of the our housing glaciers crash and, in 08. Like, it's, there's a hole in the ozone layer. So David's watching Pleasantville. The writer-director in the commentary said that they purposefully made it an even hokier, stupider version of Leave it to Beaver. They knew that it was ridiculous. They weren't... Oh, yeah, they had to. They went over the top. Like, Leave it to Beaver was hokey, but this was, like, Mm -hmm. too much perfection. Yeah. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what they were going for. What's a mother to do? I know. I bet Tony wishes he could come home for me, handing him a stiff drink. Hello, honey. (laughs) Not a martini. Right? kidding. (laughs) Put me on my ass. (laughs) And of course, it's pretty obvious that there's a juxtaposition with David and his life versus Pleasantville. And Mm -hmm. that's why he likes the show so much because his life and, and situation at home is kind of in tatters and... Yeah. He wants kind of just wishes escape. His, he had yeah. this nice, clean, easy life. And TV show Bud winning the the science fair, the yeah, the swellest project in school. That's great, honey, but there's no such word as swellest. Gee, mom, it wasn't the English fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a mother oh, to do. Good. <laughs> it was super cheesy. Obviously intended to be, and the whole movie was that way yes. of like when they get in there, that it's supposed to be that way. Yeah. It's the, the 50s trope of everything. Yeah. Yep. Very Acting wholesome. like everything's perfect. Perfect and wholesome and yeah, fake. I got a kick out of when we get we meet Jennifer and her friends are like, oh my God, your brother's such a nerd. How are you related? Only on my parents' yeah. side. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is such a sibling yeah. thing to but say. But she's from the cool side of the uterus. Yeah. So they are actually twins, like yeah. they're yes. supposed to be. But did you notice all three girls were wearing basically the exact yeah. same thing? Yeah. White no t-shirt, bra. jeans, chokers, oh, no yeah. bra. Nipping hard. Yeah. Yep. Smoking. Smoking. Just a little bit. What? Cool. Just a little smoking. <laughs> what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that not the most 90s, 2000s conversation? Oh, are you going to watch the concert on MTV tonight? Yeah. yeah. That part? Cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. My parents Sweet. aren't going to be home. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Did you think her outfit was slutty? Like, that no, she it's said, fun. Yeah, but I mean, no, like, no, I know. No, she I held up? Yeah. No. She's like, it's well, not slutty. She had a if the fun. sweater wasn't there. Sure. Yeah. But like, I think like, that's the whole outfit, gives a bunch right? Of but or yeah, the whole know. outfit. Now you remove some of it, then yeah, maybe. But sure. Well, but it was. What is? Who cares? She plans on banging him. So oh yeah. Like who cares? No, I think it was fine. Yeah. yeah I'm just I curious because I was like, what's? Am I missing something? Right. Slutty yeah. about well, that. was her friend being jealous of her? Yeah, too. I suppose. Look at that slut. A slut. slut. <laughs> right? You either take the T off or you leave the T yeah. like hard. And yep. you got to say it like Jim Carrey. It looked like a slut. Or slut. again, slut. <laughs> so Jennifer and David fight over the remote. It breaks. And the TV apparently won't work. I didn't know 90s TVs didn't work without a remote. Yeah. But even like our TV, you can't just turn, you sure. can turn it you on, can, but yeah, you can't, say, channel you can't change the channel. I think it's so. one of those that probably was the first time you had a guide. And you need sure. the cable sure. company's remote True. in order True. to flip through some. He could watch a movie, pop mm-hmm. in a DVD. <laughs> yeah, pop a DVD in, yeah. David. And magically shows up the TV repairman, Don Knotts, who I adore. I grew up watching yeah. Andy Griffith, so I love me some Barney Fife. And then, you know, I, 
I, it made me laugh when he's, you know, he's like, oh, when your TV doesn't work, it's almost like losing a friend. It like, is. I know that's supposed to indicate he doesn't have friends, but I'm like, it's true. It is. <laughs> I there, need my TV. And you'll do anything movies. to get it back. Yes. Start bargaining, <laughs> going through the phases of grief. <laughs> I relate. Acceptance. There's no accepting that I ha- don't have a TV. <laughs> no, this never happened. It is plugged in. Well, I had to say beforehand, too. She So Jennifer has a couch date and she packs a purse. Yeah. Like, have you was... ever done that? When I'm seeing that, no. why, like, why is she getting all this shit together? No, if she's I was just confused about home? that, too. I did like yeah, Miller. And, and the why wouldn't you want to be up spray. in the bedroom? Exactly. Well, it doesn't, it have, doesn't stereo. have stereo. And, you're going to um, listen to two seconds and you guys are going to start you're making really, out. You're Come actually going to watch the concert on yeah, your TV? No, like, I wish I would have said what on, the concert Jennifer. was. Curious. I know. 1998. So what do you think it may be? No doubt, maybe. I don't know. And if the TV repairman showed up without being called to my house, the second my TV broke with a remote that looked like that, I would assume that I'm being transported up to the aliens and I'm going to be <laughs> anally probed. Probably. I'd be like, what? what? Everything about this screams, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Well, and like. <laughs> Which the music, Randy Newman, like he did a good job of making that when they're going to turn the TV on and it's that building was, music. Yeah. You're like, what's going to happen? Oh, the TV just, oh, just turned right? TV guy. Oh, just some, cool. uh, what is it? Not NASCAR. The other one. one. There you go. So when she like says, I have a date. He's like, oh, you don't have to worry about that. Date. And yeah. he knocks on the door. <laughs> bitch. Three seconds. Like, <laughs> she's know. not at the door waiting for you and she's a bitch now. Like, well, come on, and he dude. just says the thing he says before when he's like, what the hell's happening? Oh, oh I uh, can't talk like that mm-hmm. here. And she, when he shows her the footage. Bitch. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> okay. Didn't you just say? I know they're not talking like that, but. Right. I had that same thought too, Tony, but I also feel like he could have been knocking for a while and he just sure, flashed just to him that having part. finally right. knocking Is it a weird time. time change because yeah, like Beetlejuice? Was gone it actually by. two hours? Right. right. They get told, they realize they're in Pleasantville and mom and dad, Betty and George, tell them it's time to come to breakfast. And there's about 7,000 pounds of food what on the table. And of course, a ham steak. The Uncle Buck breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Smothered in syrup. <laughs> Maybe what, yeah, what inspired it. I wonder no if kidding. June Cleaver served giant breakfast like that. I do love me breakfast food. And I feel like in Pleasantville, you don't get fat. So I'd be like, go into town. On right. It. Yeah. And there's no toilet, yes. so she doesn't have to. I was right. pooped. Yeah. I was wondering all that. I'm like, we'll get there. Yeah, yes. There's so a that's, reason for that's, it. Okay. Yep. Oh, good. Yes. Yep. So you see the firefighters, you think there's a fire, but it turns out it's just a cat in a tree. Mm-hmm. Let's yep. establish that now that they are in Pleasantville, they are now Mary Sue and, and Bud, Bud. Yes. and not David and Jennifer, yes. just so nobody's confused. So Mary Sue is not having it. She doesn't want to be here. She doesn't want to play along. But enter Paul Walker, Skip, and suddenly she's hot to trot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And she gets hotter to Trotter later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she right, does. David who? Or what's his name? Mark. Mark Davis. Mm-hmm. Mark, Mark Davis. who? Because you never hear about him again. Nope. nope. Which, he's I don't know. He's a handsome her. son of a bitch, man. Paul Walker me? is gorgeous. I just think he's one of the most beautiful specimens to have ever walked the earth. And how is he hotter in black and white? Like, I don't know, weird. but he is. When he does, I'm like, oh, my God, he looks even better. <sighs> and you took all the color away from his mm-hmm. face. Like. R.I.P. Yeah. brother. Oh, Ugh. no kidding. Mm-hmm. Dreamboat. He was one of the... He's just beautiful. But I did like the teen comment that she did, too, when she's like, my skin was really good since March. Like, <laughs> yes. I have had that thought a lot, too, when I was that age. It's like, honey, you're in Pleasantville now. Your skin is probably perfect all perfect. the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't Everything even know. Pleasant. Yeah, you don't even know it yet. It always made me laugh when they see the friends and 
Yeah. Mary Sue goes, can we do any better? And right. Like goes, it's a video I, game. No. He goes, I don't think so. Yep. <laughs> the way he says it is funny. The so. geography class of yep. Pleasantville. Oh my gosh. Like that whole scene was like elementary school, like, but for high school. It's mm-hmm. like you see the the banner in the back. All the apples. All the apples. I did not notice the apples until the commentary that everybody Mm -hmm. brings an apple to the teacher every day. They're all sitting up straight. There's no way she can eat all those apples every day. Tommy, I think, in the front, was he he was made for that era. Every Mm -hmm. time they show him, he is so perfect. I mean, his face looks like it's made of wood. (laughs) (laughs) He just looks so good and like it's perfect. God, this casting is amazing. This so good. This is our best casting movie we've done so far. And so we get to basketball practice, which he's mm-hmm. trying to miss and he can't. I love that because I'm terrible at basketball. And another part that ha- makes me laugh every time. We've already kind of laughed about that this the uh, intro, but mm-hmm. hiya, bud. Hiya, Skip. <laughs> hiya, hiya, bud. Hiya, Skip. The way he says it, his face is like, Skip. I, we did this already. Yeah. We Come played, on. We played this game. Oh, my God. Are we in this episode? <laughs> yeah. Like, just has no like disregard at all for the people around him like no. hold on are we in this episode like, yes yeah. doesn't even say hold <laughs> and on he's like what yeah <laughs> but paul walker does an amazing job at cheesy mm-hmm. yes he's just they the all do it's like so the rest great. they even have like the mannerisms the of smiles. how you would in the, the 50s the little fist pump and how they hold the ball yeah. oh gee whiz this is fun yeah. mm-hmm. keep it up guys we've got a big game tomorrow so <laughs> i have a question about that who do they play if there's nothing oh. outside of pleasantville I have an answer for you. Okay, All good. Right. I Kayla? didn't go that far either. Yeah. The director in the commentary explained, he says that there is a visiting team that is the perpetual opponent. It is always the same team. They're just there, kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters and the Washington oh. Generals. They're just always there. They never leave. They never come. They're just the team that exists for them to play when they play. Okay. Did you notice that coming into the shot... At the top of the key, you can see where the three-point line used to be Mm-mm. because in the 50s, they didn't have a three-point shot. Um, that didn't come into play. I wasn't and there. I don't they didn't, know. That didn't come in until the 70s. Uh, they actually had like, I looked it up, they used it in the 50s in like some places, but it never was instituted until the 60s. It was for like a half a year. They got rid of it. And then the ABL, the American Basketball League, brought it into existence in 1961 three-point line and then the nba did it in, in the 79 and they're no. so afraid of that ball that didn't right? go in the basket <laughs> don't touch it guys don't, stay don't back touch it. they back up like it's great lo- the whistle coming out of his mouth <laughs> yep <laughs> so funny so bud goes to tell mary sue that he's got to go out with skip because it's just threw the world upside down and she said these books don't even have words in them he goes, well How he do you has know? To... what were you doing in a library i got lost and he got has lost. to beg her please mary sue just this do you have to beg her to go out with dream dreamboat yeah. a la hair gel it's what? because she's but she said it doesn't give her the creeps right it does give her the wanna... creeps so i'm like i do get that he is like what's all the commotion mary sue <laughs> next scene bud goes to his job at the soda shop where the owner bill has no idea what to do since bud was late Mary Sue goes on a date with Skip and blows his mind. With all the changes happening, parts of the town and even people are starting to turn to color. Betty becomes curious and asks Mary Sue about sex, which leads to the town's first fire, which Bud knows how to extinguish, and his heroism attracts the attention of Margaret. Bud tells the kids about classic books, and the once-blank pages start to fill in with the stories. 
More and more people and things are starting to turn to color, and the mayor, Big Bob, and the other men of the town are not happy about it. Bud discovers that Betty has turned into color, and he helps her disguise this with her makeup. The, uh, are you sure I'm supposed to wear this? I could kill a guy with the, the pointy bra. Yeah. yeah. He won't even know. It was in your closet. What's the point? I got like Those three are the pounds points. of, I always thought you said three pounds of underwear. Yeah. Isn't that what she Underwire. said? Underwire. Oh, yeah. I thought she said Captions, underwear too. I know. Mm-hmm. I, for I every single on, time. I but I kind of thought too, three pounds of underwear does make sense because. Yeah. It's like a underwear, chastity belt. Exactly. Under there. And the actual like briefs that they would wear back then too were they look comfortable as hell because they do like cover the ass and go pretty much up to under the boobies yep (laughs) cover it all right on suck it in put a sweater set over it how long do you think bill was wiping that (laughs) to get the formica to wear a hole or is that the only or a spot is it the only place he ever wipes wipes? like he's not wiping the rest of the table this is where i wipe until bud comes and does this and since that he didn't come he didn't move on from that spot Um, yeah so how late was he work how late was he for work I always forget how good of an actor Jeff Daniels is Mm -hmm. because, I mean, he's good in Dumb and Dumber, but you just always kind of think he's that character and you just don't. Yeah, a little doofy. We don't have any cheeseburgers. What? Yes. (laughs) He's just got all these oars up on the face. What? And when when he explains to him that he can assemble the burgers all by himself in his giggle. Yeah. It's like, okay. Childlike wonder. Just pretend I did it. The thing I've ever heard. Okay. Skip and Mary Sue are on their date. And Skip doesn't want to rush it. You know, kids are even holding hands mm-hmm. on it. <gasps> Moving a little too fast. Mm. So she freaks out and runs to the bathroom. There are no toilets because in the early days of television, toilets were not allowed to be shown on television. Really? You didn't want pe- to think of people taking a shit? I guess. Or... So that's why be... there wasn't. And they couldn't even flush or have mention or even like in like innuendo of bathroom talk really just, yeah just didn't happen like in any general or ladies i think any, anybody any in general weird mm-hmm. which you know then of course begs the question of do these people never have to poop or pee because that'd be pretty awesome so that's why i was wondering because earlier she's like i'm so oh like do you have that sensation like the full feeling with nothing to know. get rid of it, it goes away i guess i suppose yeah. Just disappears. That'd be that, great. I'd be fine with that if that was what yeah. real life would be. For real. One line I feel like I did not get when I was 11 the first time I watched this when their friends run in. Did he give it to you? I don't think he knows how. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I quite got that at that age. So when they, when he asked for the, two, the cheeseburger and the cherry Coke, did you see Bud making the cherry Coke? Yeah. That they pump, they pump mm-hmm. the syrup in and then they use carbonated water. Mm-hmm. That's There's a few restaurants around that i've seen on still facebook and that? stuff that still do an original nice. coke soda that shop. with the cherry mm-hmm. syrup yep. Nice. yep that sounds delicious they go out to lover's lane and he wants to pin her and she says he can pin her anytime he wants to oh okay. shit so right there his face is like oh does she just like take her shirt off or does he get what she's saying i don't feel like he's getting her I don't, sexual and i don't know that he what gets she's it, saying no. So when she's like, well, maybe I, I could just she pin you. Up her. <laughs> yeah. You could pin me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mary Sue, how could you pin me? And then his face just like, I'm like, okay, he did not yep. get She her. opened up her sweater so at I'm that like, moment, yeah. I think. She showed him the underwire. Okay. And We're then, in. <laughs> I think I might be ill. It looks down. <laughs> so, that's yeah. so funny. That's supposed to happen. Yep. <laughs> I like how he Poor grabs Skip. He grabs for the steering wheel. His hands just shaking. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can imagine it. It's, 
first time. And this is very loud that. relations. Like, oh yeah. Well, everybody is nobody the, cares. Did you guys yeah. notice? And they're all, so close. They're so all were parking. They banging at I think they were banging. Or were they just, I think okay. it was zipper down, blouse up. Oh, well, we're not going to get into. Oh, see, I thought but... it was the full on. I mean, the car in the fifties were huge. You had oh, lots yeah. of room to. So did you guys notice that when they show Lovers Lane right away? They go, uh-huh. they pan over. Yeah. The lake is calm. And then when they start going at it, the lake is. Oh, is it ripple- rippling? Because no. it's probably always normally mm-hmm. perfectly calm. And now so there's right. a literal ripple. And putting yeah. some glitches in the matrix yes. here. Oh, shit. And there was some loud moaning going on. I know. That's what I'm saying. And the people like, turning. Damn, like... girl. Like, that this is going through her head, but they're probably curi- wondering what the hell is going on. They're not is she thinking, being attacked? They're not what thinking happening? sex noises. Cause... Right. They don't even know what sex yeah. is. Mm-hmm. I sure wish our weather report was high 72, low 72. You're not a cloud no in the sky. I'm like, yeah, what kind of ecosystem do you have going well, so on there? You low 72? The, I love it. You went over the part where Skip drops Mary Sue off, and then he sees the red rose. Oh, yeah. So see first thing first we see time. in color is mm-hmm. a red rose. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Our He's... first splash of color, and the uh, director said in the commentary he was, really, he was really proud of that shot, or he wanted to make sure that there was wind. Because mm-hmm. if you're just seeing color in this movie, in this setting for the first time, it, he said if it was totally still, it would look like cheesy Fake-ish. or like they sure. fakey colored it in. So he's like, we wanted to show that this is like actually rain. filmed and there are, it's moving with the wind. He goes, we made sure that it had a breeze to it. Yeah, and some rain droplets on that for mm-hmm. some extra texture. Yes. And not a- Skip's face was pretty he's gold, pretty now, much gold on that. With his hair like, must, right? Yeah. Sex zombie He's JBF hair, and he's just like... Oh, yeah. He JB I, loving it. He yeah. he drove. He had to have driven home that way, mm-hmm. just staring. Yeah. Oh, Surprised yeah. he didn't get in an accident. Right? <laughs> so now the kids are starting to go parking at Lover's Lane. A double bed shows up at the furniture store. Things are starting to turn to color, like the car, the sweet car parked outside the soda shop. Now we're kind of getting grease 50s. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The music and the hair, the kids combing comb. back his hair. I love how the only thing that's in color is his comb. That looks super mm. cool. The yellow, yellow comb. It's sort of like yeah. a turtle I feel like this is like a cinematography wet dream. Yeah, well, yeah. I, like I said, I you was surprised. Cool. Another one you could watch on mute for another reason. Right. Just because it is, mm. or I pretty. think watching the isolated score would sure. be good but i didn't have time for that but right. that will be good mm-hmm. the uh, special features when, when they're at the the gym when all the guys are huddled around skip like mm-hmm. and bud walks up he's like oh no mm-hmm. he knows he knows exactly what happened yeah and now he's what telling them they all miss they all miss yeah mm-hmm. the original glitch mm-hmm. and the her, now her gum is pink yep yep and they, they only what do they score like 18 points in the game or something yeah like that's that. yeah <laughs> they get beat 87 to 16 yeah. Yeah. I thought they get shit stomped 87 to 16. Yeah. And they're sitting on the same side of the booth now yep. before mm-hmm. they were opposite sides. Making and now out. they're like getting all cuddly and eating her red cherry. So the all the men folk yeah, gather but, around at that. the uh, barber shop mm-hmm. and f- fucking Bill Big Bob. Big Bob. <laughs> I couldn't take your spot I, yep. as he does. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I possibly move. I'm taking your spot. God. <laughs> but they do win them all. It is funny. Maybe that's why that saying you can't win them all comes from. They do. They do say that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. but they do win them all. That is a saying. <laughs> they do say it is a saying. That, they yeah, do they do have that, that expression. There yep. we go. But isn't that winning them all? Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. It is. That <laughs> They're is just true. so yeah. cheesy. They've never lost and they've never tied. Isn't that technically <laughs> winning them all? Yep. And the ladies play cards. They start talking about the... The mouth, the girl's mouth is now it's spread to her lips. Mm-hmm. It's red, really red. Mm-hmm. How do they know what color is? I, I know agree. we have to we have to suspend 
reality. But they say real red but or she's like, real rain. rain. Real red. And yeah, green. Yeah, real and... rain I can see because it's like you probably have seen it on TV. Because that's that's what I was running to. Not to TV dive shows too maybe deep had into rain. it. But like, yeah. It's like rain, real. But like the colors. Like how do they know yeah. what colors are and what they're called? Because are they seeing the entire if world in black and white? They right? are. They are. So yeah. yeah, how do they know what real red yeah, is? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But Betty is intrigued and curious now, so she asks Mary Sue what goes on at Lover's Lane, and she says sex. And of course, for some reason, Betty doesn't know what that is. Like, apparently, kids just pop here. The stork, the stork brought that. Yes, the stork but actually brought You also them. see no small children or babies. No. In True. Pleasantville at only all. Only teens, yeah. Well, there's some older people. But there's only teens, people. like for young. That's oh, the youngest yeah, yeah, yeah. it gets. That's like yeah, the youngest you is high school kids. age. So, I mean, yeah, the paper boy. He's probably the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. So she tell the way she starts to tell her about sex is just like the parent child. Yeah. Like yes. when a P2 people love each other yep. very much. <laughs> and they want to express that love. Yes, I thought that was funny. But she's going to try because George would never do that yeah, with her. Your father would never do anything like that. So she's... Huh? She's going to double click her mouse. Yep, she sure <laughs> is. And she decides to take a bath, which George is... Drinking his warm milk, getting ready for yeah. bed. I'm assuming Gross. it's warm milk, right? It has to be. Something. I did like the little lights over each of their bed. Like, not yes. one in the middle, one yep. over there. Lucy well, and, and I, yeah. I thought about that. I'm like, that would get in the way, but I'm like, probably only if you're banging and they're not banging. So I guess you could have yeah. a light right above your head. And his pillow sucks. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my God. No. Do you think that he couldn't get comfortable with the pillow because Betty wasn't in bed and that through like normally well, every night he goes being... to bed and his pillow yeah. is probably perfectly comfortable and he's happy. But because she's she not there, it. he can't get comfortable. There is something you can tell there is a stirring in him. So yeah. you almost like, wonder, I'm off like, my game. It's affecting him somehow. Yes. So she gets herself off. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And starts the tree on fire. <laughs> I did like his when the first. Oh, my goodness. He's like he George like. No. And he shakes his head. No, no I didn't hear She's that. not saying anything <laughs> she in there. She's yeah. not doing anything. Of course, Bud sees the fire. Oh, shit. Runs to the <laughs> the fire station. They won't budge. He's screaming fire, screaming fire. They're not coming. So he and has it's to called say. a fire station. Right. That's what I think is so funny. that it's. But they don't even know what it looks no. like. They don't know that it's scary. I know. They don't even acknowledge it when they're pulling yeah. up, which is Stop so weird. Stop here. Here. It's just <laughs> Where that's is something it? happening. I don't Where know what is it is. I know. I'm like... I kept watching the guy that was driving the fire truck. I'm like, he's he looking he, he all over. He doesn't even glance over. Like, no. huh, that's weird. I mean, it's still something out of the ordinary. It is still something out of the ordinary. You can see over the there. glow on their faces and stuff. Or feel yeah. heat. Yeah. yeah. But he's still like concerned about the damn cat. Mm-hmm. But they oh. have the stereotype of the Dalmatian in the truck. Yes. Yep. Do you so guys cute. know the story? <laughs> so they are similar to and get along very well with horses. Back in the 1700s, they used Dalmatians as stable dogs because they would work well with the horses. So when, back in the day, fire trucks were pulled by horses, so they would have the Dalmatians run in front of the horses and wagons to clear the path so people would get out of the way. And they said that Dalmatians are typically extremely loyal and will follow you into any situation. So that's how they became the fire dog. Sweet. And that makes sense why Budweiser has Dalmatians with the Clydesdales, too. Yep. Goes back to when they used to fight fires in Wagon. You probably heard it here first, folks. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Gee whiz. So So that's what these things do with the fire dogs. That's what Skip said. 
Oh. Ah. That's all I thought when he grabs the hose and it's just going. He's like, oh, so that's what these things are for. I'm Hold like, on tight. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's what Skip said. That's all I get. Yeah, that was a good one. And Bud gets a medal. Gee whiz. Yeah, he gets the Chamber of Commerce, gets a visit by a big Bob mayor man <laughs> yep medal of heroism and now margaret likes him who is wendy peppercorn prefer prefer oh yeah yes for those sandlot lovers like oh, us oh yeah but she was supposed to have baked those cookies for whitey but... for whitey <laughs> but now she likes she likes the hero oh, but they're whitey's cookies no, <laughs> no i baked them for you but they're whitey's co- no, these cookies <laughs> no, are for whitey for you yeah just like shoves them in <laughs> damn it oh, no. bud eat them <laughs> So Bud goes back to work at the soda shop and everyone's staring at him. And he's like, why? And Mary Sue says, they had some questions I didn't know how to answer. So they ask, how did he know how to stop the fire? And he just tells them where he comes from. That's what they did. and They don't understand what that means. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) There are some places where the road keeps going. Keeps going, they say. (laughs) It's just, it's sad. It really is sad. It is when he talks about the outside and he goes like the mighty Mississippi and he goes, how do you know about that? And turns out Mary Sue tried to explain Huckleberry Finn only got through a certain point. So he tells him the end and the book fills in, Mm -hmm. which is so cool. The choice, the choice of that is um, Huckleberry Finn is one of the most banned books in America. And so is catcher in the rye, which is the, what he, when he says about Holden Caulfield, Those are, I think, two of the top four most banned books. I knew in the America. character in the Rye was, but I do think it's kind of funny is that the one guy asked, like, "What's being, uh, what's outside of Pleasantville? It's not important. It doesn't matter." And then Margaret asks, "What's outside of yeah. Pleasantville?" Oh. Okay, yeah. well, Margaret asks. Now that the I'll cute girl who made the cookies wants yeah, to know, exactly. <laughs> now I'm gonna spill my guts. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was, fun. but so I was wondering too. I'm like, so is Bud responsible for? recalling all of these stories i wonder to that too like is books? it just like, like a chain reaction that's once a there's one or is he yeah. know all of these well, books yeah because they're the, the line is so long that's what i was curious the how did the artwork one work and so how did the artwork book him work? just knowing what they look like yeah i don't, I don't know. know i gathered that bud was reading or telling these stories with the books and that's how they were filling them but the artwork one that was something that but i, I mean, was curious oh, well, about no, I meant... like the whole library now yeah. is filled with books like did he know all of those books and told people or right, is it just a chain reaction of sure. once books started filling in you know i'm rest it has to be it has to be a chain because he would be a busy man i am like just sitting in the library oh this one i know this one's about this he's only 17 so after their awkward chamber of commerce invitation he says he wants a pineapple kebab to celebrate. And so George says, Betty, he wants some of your wonderful hors d'oeuvres. But Betty doesn't respond. Ain't no Betty. Ain't no Betty. So David says, I'll get her. And this is one of my favorite scenes when he walks in and he sees her from behind. And then she slowly turns and we see that her face has turned color, folks. Mm-hmm. And she's such a good actress. I think that Joan Allen is amazing Mm -hmm. she is so good and she looks so mortified it's just she plays this part the tears in her eyes she just plays this part so well Mm -hmm. he got a lot of makeup out of that little uh he sure did the whole body yeah (laughs) well i think it was just her head well, because her, even when he doesn't do her arms too, because he's does putting. He, he's putting well, I was her just arms. wondering, like, what oh. would her arms have changed? Well, he's showing him 
like wiping it on her hands and her arms. There's one oh, shot where he's doing like that. her forearms under her hands. And I, I just thought, thought cuz like the girl, the daughter when she says it's spread to her lips now, so obviously certain parts of you can be sure. color and not your whole body, yeah, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So I was just thought maybe her just her face went color. How long were they applying this because well George in the I background, thought. Betty, are you there? Like he doesn't <laughs> get up. Too. He doesn't get up to come see. He's just like where am I? Well, come on. Where's my kebab? He had to have shouted for like 25 <laughs> yeah. straight minutes without getting well, up to look I wonder work. if he's like, well, no, the kitchen's the women's domain. Yeah, I can't I go don't. in there. I only go there when there's food to no, eat. She always yeah. comes when demanded. When, when called. You know? Like a dog. Yeah. And the way when he finishes the makeup and she looks at him like does it look for real is this like that little look Mm -hmm. she gives him Ah, again she's just such a good actress i love her Mm -hmm. after finding out that bill loves to paint bud brings him an art book from the library mary sue develops a newfound appreciation of books and even turns down a date with skip to study bud and margaret go on a date to lover's lane and bill discovers betty has become color and they spend the night at the soda shop together all this change starts the town's first thunderstorm George comes home from work to a dark, empty house and no dinner. (laughs) He seeks comfort from the guys at the bowling alley, and Big Bob decides to have a town meeting to address the recent changes in the town. When Bud brings Bill the art book, Randy Newman's music, the score Mm -hmm. in the background is so just, you feel the feels that he's feeling as he's looking at each picture. It's so good. When he sees the one, I don't even know what what it is. The strings come in just as he sees the Well, the Van Gogh, Starry Night, that that's one, a good yes, one. Yes, the Starry Ooh, Night is when you... hasn't felt that when you see that? Oh yeah, that gosh, was a good, like... And this book, I guess, was just a prop, and the author is fictional. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I really thought it was cool when he sees the colors in the book, and he's like, I'm never going to be able to see color like that. And he goes, I bet people don't even know how lucky they are. I thought that was so mm-hmm. cool because that is true of how much you just don't appreciate the beauty around you mm-hmm. sometimes. Well, we all take world, the the world for granted. I mean, mm-hmm. it's there's nothing better than a nice spring day with all the flowers popping or a summer day with the blue skies, green grass, just whatever. It's a very Stop pleasing and to the eyes. It. Yep. Yeah. So Bud asks Margaret out and the teddy bear song by Elvis plays. I want to let me be. He gets so excited about going on his date that he starts to run off, but he sees the TV repairman. He's mad at him. Mm -hmm. He tells him he's going to send him back home. So Mm -hmm. Bud and Margaret are heading to Lover's Lane, right? That was a very visually pleasing transition. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. is my favorite scene of the movie. When you start seeing one little pink petal... And then you start to see a few pink petals, and then you start to see all pink, and then they Mm -hmm. pull into Lover's Lane, and it's all color. And I feel like you appreciate color so much more when you've been watching this movie in mostly black and white. Like It's something about it. They did such a good job of you feel what they feel of like, oh, I've been watching this drab black and white movie, and all of a sudden, like, (gasps) see it in a different light. It's like the Wizard of Oz. You're appreciating it more. It's like the Wizard of Oz. It's the beginning. It's, It's this... Kansas, middle of nowhere, dusty, and all of a sudden you're in this magical world. Technicolor world. You are mm-hmm. seeing reds, blues, greens, whatever. It's everything pops. It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Yep. It doesn't look real. That like I think that didn't look real right away when you get there. And another uh, scene I really enjoy when Betty's walking through town, she sees the mural and sees it's in color, so she goes inside and he's in there painting and he's got color now. Mm-hmm. And when they see that weeping, I think the actual title of that 
painting is weeping woman oh, or something okay. like oh, that. Oh, the Picasso one. Yeah, she's like, oh, she's crying. He, yeah, and he's, he's like, like no, look not. at her. She's no, resting. She's, she's like, no, she's crying. This is how good of an actress Joan Allen is. She actually got a tear to fall in one take in nice. that moment oh, when it flips to right her spot. and the tear falls down her cheek to mm-hmm. down the makeup like that. That was one take. Nice. She's just that fucking oh, good at yeah. acting. <laughs> I, that's why I just love this woman. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. Now, you wait until you see her again in the movie Death Race that I have. <laughs> you just well, she's kind of a bitch in the Notebook too. So <laughs> she is. Well, she's, she's more a... of that in Death yeah. Race as well. She's also a good actress. When that race is coming to death. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because she's a good actress. She's a very good actress. If you hate sure. somebody yes. in a movie, that means they're a good actor. Yeah. Yes, they're doing their job. Um, and again, she had that green makeup on her gloves, so when she wiped, that's how they used the green screen to turn to color this time. So she had it on her glove and then wiped, wiped it, and it. then they... They used that okay. to yep. make it to look like it was what they color. Did yeah, exactly. Okay. So George comes home from work, and every other man is coming home at the exact same time, wearing the same outfit, basically, with their briefcases. And, and the first thing is wrong, that fence is open. Yep. And then the doors are... Uh, the lights the are lights off. Are All off, the lights are off. And, and his wife isn't there to greet him. And there is no dinner on honey. the table or even being made. And then it starts to storm. Mm. Honey, that, I'm home. I love and that it, he tries to repeat it. Yeah. Like, I didn't do it right. Yeah. <laughs> My hat is there. Take I two. This. Yep. this is here. Let me here. try again. What's happening? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Not where's my wife. Right? Where's my dinner? Yeah. He's so concerned. And not the the thunderstorm. Yeah. Like that's the first thing you've ever seen in mm-hmm. your life. First time you've ever seen that in your life. But it's where's my dinner? That made me laugh when he goes out in the rain. Yeah. Where's my dinner? <laughs> Just like that's the last straw. <laughs> Seriously though. Can you imagine how scary a thunderstorm would no. be if you had never seen one and had never didn't know that? Suddenly there's bright light right. flashing in the sky, Can this I be loud booming this noise, happening? this moisture that you've never seen coming from the sky. Where's it coming from? Mm-hmm. Like that has to be the scariest shit ever. Oh, and it's they're so loud. <laughs> right. Well then him, you know, he's like, it's just rain. He's like, You've never seen rain before? Yeah, of, of course, course you, you haven't. haven't. Yep. Real rain. The, the, her her fear was looked pretty genuine like yes. like it's like they turned the hose on without telling him like oh my god what the hell's happening like <laughs> yeah so george goes to the bowling alley the men hang out obviously if this were the perfect place when they all get strikes and yes. i said too thank you exactly me too but maybe but that's, they're all really good at getting maybe the they're picking up seven splits so sometimes you gotta have a not a strike but you'll still always get a spare but then the basketball thing why don't they miss you know that so in basketball they're always playing the same team and they're always the bad guys they're always the away so that's doesn't matter they're always gonna win mm-hmm. where with bowling you're playing each other so other people need a chance to win sometimes because yeah. otherwise if everyone gets 300 all the time why would they keep bowling so that Bob, Big Bob, the mayor man, uh, he tells Roy, the story of... Yeah, the, the, show them what you showed <laughs> yeah, me. It's okay, Bob, Roy. It's okay. Bob. We're in a safe place. We're in a bowling alley. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, any one of us could be next. We might not get our dinner. Just like, <laughs> well, and also, Dude. like I said, yes, you do feel a little bad for the men getting their world turned upside down. But then in the same line of when he shows the iron burn and he says... He asked her what she was doing, and she said, just thinking. Oh, no. Yeah. Not thinking. Kayla, it's about values. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's just, do we want to hold on to these values to current events. That, that make this world, this place great? Like, yep. Yep. Uh, and like, I guess okay. that 
scene with him talking was an homage to Patton's speech. There's a couple movie homages. Mm. Yes, there is. And even just and, the filming upward. Yeah, the like up, always, upshot. Big Bob is always filmed. He's always upward, upshot. Upshot. He's, yeah. Yep. He's very important kind of man. the leaders of that time. That's yeah. how they were filmed. And, you and, know, so he must be a good actor because I don't really care Walsh? for him. as yes. a, Oh, yeah. Like, everything Have he's seen, in. Uh, is it Broken Arrow? He's Breakdown? In Breakdown? With Kurt Russell? Oh, yeah. I feel bad that he passed away shortly after this, but like... Before. Or before it was released. I just didn't like his character. And you're not supposed to. No, that's why you you know he's good. Um, And there's nothing like some angry white dudes going, together, together, (laughs) together. That's (laughs) ominous. (laughs) That is ominous for sure. Oh, yeah. So at home, Betty and George are talking and she's, he can, she went out in color now. And that is, isn't that such a classic mindset of so many people that are afraid of change? Like, I don't like it. So it's going to go, it's just going to go away. Like, go, it'll go away. Cover this it is up. Gonna go it's away. fine. It's like, not like just, a virus that's I'm just, just going to clear it up on it its, its own. It's going to go away. Yep. Like, it's just so funny because <laughs> yep. that's true. You'll that's put how on some are. makeup. It'll go away. Like, and like, it's you're going to be home at six o'clock. You're going to have dinner on the table, ready to go. Yep. Like, and again, planning she's such a good day. actress. I really like in this moment that they show that, okay, she's like, no. I'm not going to do what you want me to do. However, I still love you. I mm-hmm. still have your food. I still made a dinner. All, heaven forbid, all you have to do is put it in the oven and turn the knob. I, I even d- made no, you a goddamn pie. Knob. Like She's like, turn this little knob. Like yeah. Explain to him like he's a four-year-old, which he right. basically is. Right. Our dual turn ovens. this little knob. Right. And, and it's like, I made a pie? Like She could have done better. She even made his lunches for the next few days. Like she still cares she's not mm-hmm. like she could have just gave him the big finger she's just like guess what i'm this gonna be different you're gonna have to you figure it out on your to own get too. on your feet but you're gonna have to figure it out yep so bud gives margaret an umbrella that from the prop section of the school play you can't really ignore the uh symbolism here when the when whitey and his buddy drive up and say mm-hmm. his colored girlfriend like, Ew, yes. i know well, kind of pretty uh, obvious yeah. What that's referring to, what that... That time frame? Yeah. Yep. Even, yeah. Whitey gives off uh, Biff from Back to the yes. Future yep. in this part. Oh, my God, <laughs> totally. Like, but okay, really Biff. racist Biff. Yeah. Like, like, flat top haircut and all. Yeah. Well, it colorist. sucks. Douchebag. Yeah. He's a douchebag. <laughs> I think I even wrote in there, douchebag. Yes, oh, he's a douchebag. Yes. Shitbag. Well, yeah, yeah, bunch of douchebags. He's <laughs> a big douchebag. Capital mm. D. But he still is, like, okay with her coming over. And, and making, making the oatmeal cookies well, whenever she wants. Is that kind of a sign of those times, too? Yeah. He's an asshole. It doesn't matter. what color you are if you're banging me or giving me food. Yeah. Sexuals. Yeah. <laughs> Sexuals. He's a dickhead. So at the town meeting, people are getting angry. Big Bob says they have to separate out the pleasant things from the unpleasant yeah. again. Roy More Campbell's symbolism. got a blue front door. Yeah. It's always it's been, been blue. blue. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very segregation yep. stuff happening yeah. here. Is, does Bill live at the soda shop, do you guys think? Because he's always there. Probably. Is it Besides like Luke and they... the Gilmore Girls? He lives above it or maybe. behind it yeah, or maybe. in it? Yeah. In it. <laughs> I just feel like every time, because it's always after hours and like they never mention where he lives otherwise. So, Sure. So the paperboy gets a surprise when he sees Bill has painted the window of the soda shop with a nude portrait of Betty and it causes an uproar. Whitey and his friends start harassing Betty, and Bud comes to her rescue, punching him in the face, which finally makes him turn to color, too. They make new rules for the town, including no acts of vandalism. Bill and Bud rebel and paint a mural on the wall of the police station, which they then get arrested and put on trial. 
but explains what has been happening and why it's a good thing, which makes people start to turn to color, even George. Bud provokes Big Bob enough to get him to show his true emotions, and he turns color, as well as the entire town of Pleasantville. Mary Sue decides at this point she likes this life better and goes off to college, and Bud returns home, where he sees his mother is upset. He comforts her using his newfound knowledge and assures her nothing is ever perfect, and that's okay. So Paperboy finds the nude painting of Betty. He falls down off his bike. He does. <laughs> well, to be fair, that probably would happen be now. Very if shocking. there was a nude painting of a woman on a window, I think most people would be at least like, whoa. Yeah. whoa. It's definitely a tasteful nude. Yeah. Well, and it's art. art. It's, like, yeah. it's like Titanic. And that's nude. what right. be like one of your French girls. <laughs> but that's like, that's how I would do it burgers fries desserts on a diner counter yep okay i'll do that you go girl baby. it had a very yeah. midwestern vibe to it maybe it was in iowa <laughs> it looked Pleasant like iowa. Iowa. <laughs> iowa with maybe a mountain in the background oh, yeah. hill. but so, still so bud sees that and he runs and gets stopped by the tv repairman on the tv at the tv store and he's mad now <laughs> mm-hmm. and he tells him he doesn't deserve to live in this paradise and he wants him to come home he goes, just give me the damn remote and whaps his finger on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Again. This is a privilege. <laughs> Don Knotts has such a recognizable yes, voice. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love him. Yes, he does. And then uh, I'm going to read it as I wrote it. Some dick bags corner <laughs> Betty, and uh, they want to see if she looks like her picture. Yeah, that's Whitey. The, yeah, the, yes. these and assholes. And this whole part like, kind of like sends a little chill through. So you, you're like not being yes. surrounded. These as a guys woman like are this. changing. They're not being pleasant. Like if they were in Pleasantville, they would not be acting that way. These guys are just assholes. That is something that the they addressed. He addressed in the commentary. Yes, it's great when people's horizons get broadened, and you're seeing a lot of this good stuff: art, reading, this kind of thing. But that always is going to bring the other side of the coin. Now you're also opening the door to angry, rude, hateful. And that's where that's where this comes from of these guys. They saw this box. Yes, they see this good painting that brings out the this side of them. And Mm -hmm. now Bud punches Whitey, and that is the first violence in Pleasantville. After Bud punches Whitey in the face and that first act of violence is introduced. Now they're starting to throw rocks and burn books mm-hmm. and start the okay. anger, and the, that's the... where that and that's what his point was: is you're you're going to have both in mm-hmm. this world. If you're not going to have everything be pleasant, there's going to be extreme bad and there's going to be extreme good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Spider-Man roundhouses yeah. Whitey's ass. Yeah. And knocks him over. <laughs> and when this part happened, <laughs> did you expect Whitey to say, "Nobody makes me bleed my uh, blood"? Yep, because he looked at it. Like, Nobody. Yeah, he looked. Yeah, like what is this? Yeah, and secreting it's from my face. It's yep. real red. Mm-hmm. So after they've riot the shit out of the rioted the soda mm-hmm. shop. They go back there, and here comes Bill out from the shadows, and he's so relaxed and sweet when she goes to give him a hug. Like, it's okay. It's okay. We'll sweep it up. It'll be all right again. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I just love him. And that mob mentality, that was, that was very real in that situation. Like, with everything that's been going on in the world now, like, seeing that, like, people are just like, yeah, they're just smashing yeah. shit. Like, breaking stuff is fun. 
But not when it's people's property. Like I know, but that's, I, exactly. I got tears in my eyes actually when Mary Sue rips the book out of Skip's hand. She goes, yeah. "No, this is the only book I've ever read. You're she, not right, putting I it finally, on the fire." She yes. gives him a nut shot and too. She does. Like, that's off. why I said like kind of the top ten groin kick, or yep. top twenty groin kick, because it like meant something. It wasn't yeah. just to like shut him up and right. Good girl. Send him on his way. It was like yeah, like you She's, stand up for what you love and what you believe in, and this fucker. She's probably one that evolved the most by from the beginning to the end of the movie. One other thing I thought was really interesting that the uh, directors in the commentary is that he he knows that the in the fifties there was obviously in real the real life fifties there was modern art, vibrant color, Mm -hmm. the music that was kind of racy and whatnot. But he's he said the point of this fictional town of Pleasantville is that it represents the stereotype and ideals of the fifties because. You know, everyone talks about, oh, the good old days when 50s everything was innocent and everything was this. But it's like people were still getting knocked up at, as teenagers. People were still doing bad things. There was and domestic violence. The that idea was being of the covered 50s. Up. And that's what he's like. I wasn't trying to say that I thought the 50s was perfect. It's just that's how it was portrayed. And that's how people remember it in their minds. But that's. You know, if people want to go back to those good old days, but it's there like is, there was a lot of bad things about those good old days that there has you don't been want to no go back perfect to. time for anybody right. in this world. Don't idealize things. You need every it, things change, life changes, technology changes. Yeah, what we know about things changes. Your I think opinion we, changes, and I think we need um, to bring and back you're allowed to pastel colors change. in the automotive. Uh, yeah, paint palette. Yeah. Because agreed. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring, Bring it back, back the sherbet. I love it. I love it sherbet. too. So they have the town meeting. Mm-hmm. Big Bob says, "Guys, this isn't the way. Don't riot." But then he says, "We need a code of contact conduct that we're going to vote on." But you know, let's make a law that is a so everybody agrees upon. But the only people voting are, are the this great people. one subsect of people. Yeah, the true so the, citizens. Yeah, we're not getting film. a full vote of the entire yeah. town. We're getting only the vote of one side and then making the lot. Well, everyone voted. No, they didn't. Just one tiny yeah. group who, because the coloreds weren't allowed in there. So only the black and white people could vote. And that's Yeah, now this is the new laugh. code of conduct. Like, yes, yeah, so the rules are. All acts of violence and vandalism must stop. All citizens must treat each other in a courteous and pleasant manner. Which Lovers, is good. A courteous and pleasant manner. But it gets worse. Yeah. Lover's Lane and the public library will be closed until further notice. The music is limited to, I didn't list them, but a small amount of artists and, of course, the Star Spangled Banner. No public sales of umbrellas or preparation for inclement weather of any kind. Bed frame must be 38 inches or less. Only permissible paint colors are black, white, and gray. And all... All school curriculum should teach only non-changism view of history, emphasizing continuity over alteration. So it's um, umbrage rules when she yeah. works at Hogwarts. Yeah, <laughs> like, much. Like we change is not okay. We will only stay the same forever. So the next day, this poor paper boy is the first to see everything, <laughs> and now he sees the the mural that Bud and Bill mm-hmm. created that. Now Bud's being a rebel. Now he's well, yeah, playing the music. He's, he's color now. Bill he's said he doesn't know. He yeah. doesn't know what he would do if he couldn't paint. Like he he's got a passion. He didn't know. He doesn't know what he could do without it. But they yeah. get arrested, taken to jail. Yeah, I was kind of surprised they even have a jail in this town. Right. I yeah. did like the paper. <laughs> Pleasantville has his first court case ever. Yeah. <laughs> and Bud seems okay with being in jail. Right. He's like, like 
amused. But I suppose yeah. if it's not real life and you know it's not real life, it's I would fine. be much more Just like a little that. comfortable. Yeah. Like, where are you going to go? The big state prison there's yeah. nowhere outside of here because yeah. Don Knotts is coming to bail me out pretty yeah. soon anyways Barney Fife is probably the fucking he's the jailer officer. yeah with the that would have been funny if he would have came if he would have yes. been the, the jail person and, hey and, young fella and just, full maybe yeah. they missed an opportunity and, you know what? I hope they talked about it yeah right? so we're at the courtroom did anybody else get um to kill, to a, kill mockingbird. a mockingbird yep because yes. it looked like they took they did that on purpose yep. did they really yeah yep. okay because it looked like they took to kill a mockingbird and put it in there and just dubbed everybody in no nope. yep. they did on purpose all the colors Perfect. on top yep in the balcony because it was poor, i was like poor bill's so nervous he just wants everyone to be happy he's like i can try colors we agree upon right. i can try painting something different i don't have to Whatever you, know, you I don't want, have to or, yeah, or you, <laughs> <laughs> you just you pick the colors beforehand, mm-hmm. and how about that? Like, I he's just so accommodating. Right. I want to do this. Like, Screw this! Like I, I got something, something to say because, mm-hmm. like you said, because he knows this isn't real life for him, anyways. Right. Like, and he needs to be the spokesperson yeah. because nobody is brave enough to stand up for them. Where's our lawyer? Yeah, let's no keep lawyer. this pleasant. We don't need any <laughs> keep lawyers. Keep as pleasant as possible. Pleasant every- for you. And everybody yes. in the background, too, is like, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. yes, mm-hmm. I agree. No lawyers, yes. So the- he talks to his dad, and he gets him to tap into his feelings of, you know, do you, do you, love, do you hate mom now because she's color? Is this bad? Is it really that bad? Look at her. Do you mm-hmm. still love her? Do you still love her the same as you did when you met her? And his slow look up to her in the balcony just with his eyes watering is a moving that he's a really mm-hmm. good actor yeah, he too. is oh for sure oh my god the both emotions of them. so after bud's speech and george turned to color it's love he feels yeah, love he feels something so now more people because of seeing that happen turn color the some of the black and mm-hmm. white people have now turned color but then bud figures out what's good it's going to take to get big bob to turn color and that's showing his true emotion rage yep you're you're a dickhead guy and you're <laughs> holding it all in acting pleasant but you don't want to act that uh, way you what do you want to do to me yeah what do you, you want to smash you me punch with your me in the gavel. face don't you <laughs> yeah. i can see it you want to yeah. punch me in the face i don't have those feelings of me yeah you do no i and don't it's, and it's the what if the men what if the women go to work and men are stuck in the kitchen that will never happen but it could like, it will um, not. The, like, the fact yeah. that you have to make your own grilled cheese sandwich pisses you off. Pisses you off. That's so much. sent him over the edge. Yep. Was a man doing. He was but you know what? Job. Like those guys. Those are the type of people that'd be like, anything worth doing is doing right. I better just do it myself. So it's like, but you what want you somebody want? to do it for you, but they have to do it a certain way. It's like you're just an asshole. Mm-hmm. He was the only person to turn to color in front of our eyes. Everyone else. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like even George, he stepped away oh, and, you sure. saw and he him was out color. of yep. He's the only one to turn in front of your eyes. And yes, then he like Napoleon Dynamite's out of there and just, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> or he's like Otho when he's yeah. in yeah. the polyester yep. suit. Oh, yep. he leaves. He cannot take any another minute it. of this. That's, nope. Yep. That's <laughs> his breaking point. But now the whole town's color because he was kind of the, the final holdout, even the TVs. Yep. Which I get that like hearing again i didn't live through this but hearing stories from my parents talking about when tvs went color Mm -hmm. and it was like the crate i mean you just again it's like watching this movie you go through this whole movie watching black and white blah 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 and then you start to see color and it's like oh my god it's so exciting and And that's 
Like that was the first yeah. time they ever saw it back then. But it's and it's fascinating too because we have no concept of that because we've oh, no. been alive. Lucy has red hair. But like yeah, ours is that, HD like, to not live, HD. Yeah, four K. Oh, it's so grainy. We Ugh. live in color. We know what green looks like. We know what lady slippers look like. We know when we picture the fifties, we, we picture or the forties, we picture black and white. Yeah. yeah, and we know what. Our TV characters that we watch every week, we know what they look like. What color their hair is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We know what that that dress is and everything. Like like I said, like Lucy, I'm like, when I would watch I Love Lucy and I saw, I'm like, Lucy Arnez has red hair. Like that was so surprising to me. Well, and my mom, they used to go to their grandma and grandpa's every Christmas when they would play Wizard of Oz on TV because they were the ones with the color TV. They didn't right? have it. Could you imagine so, watching Otherwise, that? you just watch the whole movie the in black and white. The whole thing in black and white. It's a totally different Bizarre. movie. Yeah, That's yeah, right? weird. It's a totally different movie if you watched it otherwise. Yeah. Crazy. You didn't... That's so weird. I know. You're living a lie. Yeah. <laughs> You're watching it the other way in black yeah. and white, the whole thing. So Jennifer, Mary Sue, decides to stay in the land because she'd never make it to college in the real world and because now she realizes hey i'm i can actually i'm not an idiot it's kind of a nice second chance for her because like when we get out of there he's like david comes out and he's like oh there's only one hour so they've been in there for two weeks we'll get there and then bud is gonna go back home he says goodbye to margaret betty sure fit a lot of food in that brown paper bag betty knows how to bag the lunches i was gonna say it's like oh hermione's never ending like a bag. meatloaf sandwich hard-boiled egg, egg marshmallow rice squares fried fucking chicken yeah. apparently. <laughs> i know the fried chicken <laughs> just picture me. the bucket in there <laughs> her, again her yeah. acting in this scene i feel like this is a scene if i were just watching it with a not very good actress i'd have been like eh, he's going home cool but she like the the way Joan Allen acts in this scene, the tears, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of movies out there where people cry without actually producing tears or their eyes getting watered. And once you notice in movies when people do that versus actually cry, it really bothers you mm-hmm. when they don't. And this movie, every single person that cried had real, real tears yep. and real watered up. And I really appreciated that because you can totally well, tell everything is watery and, and ma- the red yeah. in there. Yes. Yeah, your just going really bloodshot. <laughs> but because if you crying. just run eye drops down here, it's like well, yeah, because the trick same. I guess they'll do is like these like menthol vapors that, that sting your eyes that they'll yep. blow in your eyes to make them water. But yep. that I even feel like that's different. Than but you don't like get the redness cry- in the eyes. Yeah, actually yep. crying because you see it because she'll like she kind of smiles at him and like there's that sparkle of yes. those tears and. It seems more like that was just a really important friend than like a son. Like she's not losing a son. You can tell she's like she understands the that situation. Was, yeah, yep. like I'm not mm-hmm. losing my like my, my baby boy. Like like gave birth to him, but it was like this young you man really made an impact on my life and made me really realize what I was missing out on and what's really important to me now. And agreed. That's like, almost the so point where. You got the vibe that she knew that like this bud yourself. wasn't her bud. Like, this was a different bud. This was somebody different. Like, because they never had that mother-son yeah, kind of relationship. Was... It was more, like you said, of a friend. So right. I was just... But she did like, call her mom, but But, that, but he, yeah. like, got her. Right. You just feel like he but like gets he was... it. And so does she, like Mary Sue also. Mm-hmm. But then you had to like check yourself too, like, oh, I'm doing the same thing. Like they're saying their goodbyes and all of a sudden your eyes right. are like, oh. Like I said, if the acting I'm had been glistening. so good in this scene, I'd have been like, oh, he's going back home. What yeah. Do? Okay, but good. Fine. It really <laughs> makes you feel it. And the score yeah. helps mm-hmm. too. Yeah. 
Thanks, Randy Newman. <laughs> He's a good guy. He makes some good music. Thanks for being a friend. <laughs> you got a friend in me. <laughs> We're in Cleveland. So he, he presses the button and he goes, goes away. So it goes back to the real world. Yeah. TV repairman is there in his creepy truck and he drives away. So the TV announcer says that concludes the first hour of the marathon. So it's only been an hour since they've been gone. And that's where the director's rationale, because a lot of people, I guess, had issues with this movie of, well, if Jennifer's staying and going off to college, won't the mom miss her? And yes. he said that because a half hour show is like a week, essentially a year in Pleasantville is like a day in real life. So she could have gone to a four year college and essentially in theory have been only been gone in a long weekend in real life. Oh. Yeah. So she like, could have done her it's four like, years. It's Beetlejuice time. It was kinda. a good it was a good second chance for her to be able to do that, yeah. get that experience, get all that knowledge that she needs, come back to the real world and take it into because you know for it. people that don't get good grades, I feel like get especially in the nineties, you know, where it's like if you didn't get good grades, well then you're just stupid. It has nothing to do with the fact that you maybe have a learning disability or you have other things or it's just something you're not interested well, in. Well, and you're also expecting all this from like a 16-year-old. Right. Like, and they just place you in the stupid group and that's it and you you then feel like you're an idiot. Yeah. So if she maybe goes when... to this place and realizes, "Hey, I have a different motivation. I'm actually not a moron." Well, she, she definitely got a different her feel. whole persona changed. Yeah. Yes. Well, Everything. like I said, she changed. She was the biggest change. Yeah. The reading, like, I can't believe you created such a stupid fad. Like, reading is not a fad. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, like, she enjoyed it. She found something that she enjoyed, and she ran with it, just like Bill loves to paint. He went with it. He stuck with painting. like Because mm-hmm. it truly made him happy. Yeah. I feel like this might be a good time to say, this is what I found on why people turn color. Like, a really good breakdown to okay. me of this. So, those who break free from repression are able to turn into color, while those who are still imprisoned either by the establishment or by themselves remain black and white. Betty, a lonely housewife who dutifully cares for her husband and children, turns color when she finally does something for herself. Mr. Johnson turns color when he allows his artistic mind to roam free. Big Bob turns color when he allows his true anger to show instead of repressing it behind a facade of pleasantness. But it's not about one specific kind of repression that misses the point, if you think that. David and Jennifer both turn to color for very different reasons. David, when he finally stands up for Betty, thus risking his close-held anonymity and introversion. And Jennifer, when she stops caring what other people think and follows her own desires. Because they showed her changing color after the storm. No, like, it was after it was she after turned she, skip down. And she right, stayed up all night studying like, and but reading. Like, so she stayed up studying. The storm happened, and then they all woke up yep. after, like post storm. Mm-hmm. So I was well, thinking she maybe that maybe turned like, color while she was studying and never looked in the mirror. Sure, just, she did fall asleep the, yeah, the and main, wake up that right. way. The main yep. thing was that she was like, "No, I don't want to bang." Yeah, because like, he's like, "Turns out, I soon. actually want to study, and I don't care if you think I'm a nerd or right? anything or, or like, whatever. I I'm just, actually yeah. want to do this." She was reading that D. H. Lawrence mm-hmm. book and. She was really getting into it. And he's like, yeah, Mary Sue, I thought we were going to, you know. Yep. She's yeah. like, no. no. I'm busy. With what? Yeah. Yeah. I don't care like, what. We're going to have sex right now. Like, yeah. right, right? I want to bang. Like, I realize right? I just figured this out. Yeah. yeah. I've been reading for 17 years. <laughs> and uh, I just found my penis last, like, yesterday. Yeah. So, good I'm for not, her. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, David, yeah, he's, he's talking, sees his mom. She 
realized she was with a younger man that made her feel old and she's sad. She's sad that she's divorced and that she's like, my life was perfect. I had the perf- the right house, the right yeah, car, the, right, the car. right life when I... Status. When my husband was here and now he's gone and he's like, there isn't a right thing. Like you... Yeah, there is no right life. There, there is no right car. Yeah, mm-hmm. You just, like, you can't compare your life to other people's. You can't, you just have to live your life and do what makes you happy. Yep, whatever makes you happy. People ride bikes. They don't have to drive a car. You don't have to have a perfect car. People live in apartments. You don't have to have a big house. You have to have a big house. Nothing is just right. Nothing is right wrong Mary. if you're not hurting anybody. It's all personal. Yep. It's like death. It's very personal. <laughs> so no one knows what's going to happen next and that's real life yeah and that's how the movie ends yeah with fiona apple's song which is perfect for this ending Mm -hmm. uh is she not 90s billy eilish kind of listening to the song the way she sings like billy eilish clearly and she was still that like sounds just like her yeah and i mean that is an original beatles song across Ah. the universe oh really yep across the universe do you guys figure out why when she's george he's like what's gonna happen next i don't know and then they go to bill and he's like i guess i don't know either i don't either i was i was watching this last time i was watching very carefully to see if her outfit changed did anything change? to see if like anything like yeah maybe a day i really want to understand i think it's just that she wants them both and we want both outcomes or i think that it's genuinely supposed to show that they don't, and we're not supposed to know what mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, because this is all new to them. It could have been right. like what could have been. This could have been like this is what she it could is. be this a rebel now. Be. She's with them because I kind of forgot. Even even after I watched it like the second time, I kind of forgot when I'm like, oh, Bill, and then he's like, well, I guess I don't know either. I'm like, okay, good, Bill's here because right. I kind of forgot that he shows up at that last second mm-hmm. when it's just George have, and Betty. I would have almost liked yeah, it because I feel if, bad for both. Like I would feel bad for George, yeah, but I also awkward. feel bad for Bill. Like yeah. I think Betty loves them both. She does, yeah. I would have so liked it know. better if she would have been like, look this way to her left, the other way. Right. I wish she would have done the other way, just to see. Oh, I don't know either. Like same here, just because we don't know. Because that just shows that. That's what makes the more confusing. But if she would have done to the other side, I don't think I would have been as confused because right. obviously still, from still don't know what's going to yeah. happen, but they're all there. Yeah. Cause yeah. from George to Betty, there's no pan to bill, but if she would have gone this way and then looked over the other way, mm-hmm. I think I would have liked that so much more I agree. than cause you don't know how you're supposed to take right. it. Yeah, exactly. Cause, cause bill just Bill's at home not there. Is, is, is I just George was... just at home starving to death now. Is Bill a thing of her imagination? That's what I, just, I don't I like. Assumed, I assumed I took one? it as she is going off with Bill because those are the last two that I that they are the last two people we see. Okay. So I just assume right. that she's going know. off okay. with Bill but, because she's happy. Like right. that was right. her initial change. Well, is seeing him. Yeah, and I mean, you find at the end when he's like, maybe it's one of those feelings that you don't know until it's gone. Where it was like obviously George loves Betty, so that's why I was like. Like Kayla said, like you feel bad for both because you I mean right, I don't she want should kind of be with George, to be, right? But I mean, obviously, she was feeling it for Bill because I mean they Maybe had their night and they had their step. Like you said, they like said a, throuple. a throuple, yeah, yeah, a triad or whatever. They're a that, modern yeah. family. Mm-hmm. So now, of course, we always decide who we want to be friends with. Uh, Rachel. Okay, I chose Jennifer as Mary Sue. Because I did like her progression in the movie. She stands up for things that she loves and puts herself first where it matters. And she just seems like a good person throughout the whole movie. And everybody else kind of 
I don't really mesh with them. So <laughs> I chose Mary Sue. All right. Tony? I chose Bill Johnson. Uh, he just, he seems like a really genuine person. He doesn't seem to let anything bother him, like the whole town's trashing his place. Like, he just, he seems like nothing can phase him. He he wants to do what makes him happy. He's not happy at the soda shop. He wants to paint. He wants to find his passion. I think that he has a good message for everybody that just don't stick it out just because it's your job. And if you don't like it, you need to find what you're happy doing. I look at this podcast as part of that. We enjoy movies so much that we didn't just sit around and talk for hours about like we're doing right now. We're two and a half hours in, we're talking about the same movie. And I can just, just keep on going. Having a good time. It'll be edited you know, down to less. We have three to Patreon. four watches per week. We talk for two hours. Kayla edits for eight to ten hours. Like all this stuff, we enjoy it so much that we have day jobs and we do this. We really enjoy it. So I think it's Passion. a testament to... Find what you really like to do and and stick with it and do it. You know, it's scary. Have the courage. Take the leap. Do it. All right. Um, ditto. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I did say Bill, and I literally wrote everything you okay, wrote down. Okay, Patrick Sneezy oh, from nice. Ghosts. I said Bill. Yep. I said Danger Girl. He was the first one to come around for the most part. The first one to question the the same old. He's obviously artistic open-minded, doesn't seem to get too worked up about anything, which is someone who is good for me to have in my life and just seems like a really nice go-with-the-flow guy Mm -hmm. and everything else Tony said. Nice. So it is time for our grades. What you got, Ray Ray? So this is another one that I did, like you said, go back and forth. I went between like a B plus and A minus-ish, but I think I'm going to end on the A minus because... B plus would have been 13 year old rate. 13 year old Rachel was given this a C because she walked out at the bowling alley scene. <laughs> so we're going now. But I mean, there's <clears throat> A minus. It's definitely like nostalgic, of course. But I had the soundtrack, which was really good. I listened to it a lot. And it's just like a cool concept for a movie and it's visually stunning, obviously. And the cast was really good. The message is obviously very good as well. And I feel like it does say, like, let your freak flag fly (laughs) and show your true colors, literally. And you can hold it in, but it's going to come out as, like, sadness or rage or anything. So I really did like it. So, like, adult me really appreciates this. And I feel like like, all humans should watch this movie and Mm -hmm. grow from it. Uh, So, yeah, A minus. And I don't even know why I gave it the minus, but... Because it wasn't perfect. There are obviously parts I could nitpick and questions, but I really, really did appreciate it this time around. So A minus. Tony? I gave it a B. I went between uh, kind of like the the high Bs to the high Cs. I think the character is really good. It's it's a cheesy movie. It's a feel-good movie. Um, it's set in the 50s. It's supposed to be cheesy. For me, it's a once-a-year kind of a watch because it is. it's a deep movie and not that can't handle a deep movie but it doesn't have the entertainment value of to like i can just pop it in anytime i do really like the message about it i think it has a really good storyline every like you said the music is great the characters they they match these people up they cast it very well the message is good it's change is scary it doesn't have to be like just deal with it people like it, it's not it isn't going to end your world like you just have to look at it Put yourself in somebody else's shoes. 
I think this movie did a really good job of that to see all aspects of it. So just don't hate something because it's different. So I, I enjoyed the movie. I really did. I'd only seen it once coming into the watches. So I, I think it's a B movie. And like you said, I think everybody should watch it and just take, learn from it. Mm-hmm. And, and you'd so, had no nostalgia. So that's probably, no, I had no nostalgia. I watched it from when yeah, we he, started dating with me. So My I've copy. seen it within <laughs> the last <laughs> once in the last 10 years, but you had years, heard so. of it and stuff, right? No, I really don't know that oh. I had. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. As usual, we usually seem to meet. One of us meets in the middle, <laughs> and I did. I gave it a B plus. The same kind of thing. I went back and forth. Uh, the more I learned about the movie with the special features, the more I and the more I watched it as well. The more I appreciated it. Uh, music is great. The quality of the cinematography is great. I know there are people out there, and by judging by the reviews, especially who take this movie literally. And they think that the movie is saying that having morals and wanting things to be pleasant is bad. You know, they're offended. Well, what's wrong mm-hmm. with a moral society? I, I, that's not how I took it. I took it more as a thematic thing. I agree with the sentiment that it, it life isn't neat. It's not perfect. But that's what makes it wonderful. And I think that was more of the intent of the, the makers of the movie. I don't mm-hmm. think they were saying... I mean, yeah, pleasant is great mm-hmm. if that's what comes naturally and that's who yeah. you are. That's but there's what so much you are. more. And if you want to see right. more, this is what it looks like. Right. And it's okay. Be yourself. Don't fight it. If, as long as you're not hurting anybody, for the love of God. Uh, it made me feel a lot of feelings, which I enjoy. Uh, and of course, in my world, the very best movies, the AA plus movies, are ones where I laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's why I didn't go up into the A yeah. range. Mm-hmm. Yep. But B plus. So that comes to an average of a B plus which ties Uncle Buck and that thing you do. Yeah. And only grumpy old men is still better than that with the A minus. But that's perfect. I think it's, it's great. Right on. Yeah. So that's all we've got for you guys this week. Next week, we have another Doug and Rhonda pick. So Ooh. this, again, to... <laughs> Rhonda, you crazy on this one. <laughs> I've never seen Rhonda? this next one either. It was, it was all Doug's, I think. Oh, okay. Doug... Makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) So again, if you haven't been listening to all of our episodes, shame on you. (laughs) Shame. Shame, shame. Shame, shame. I know your name. (laughs) But if you haven't, I have a friend that gave us her collection. They were looking to get rid of it, her and her husband, Doug. So they're Doug and Rhonda. So we separated out all the movies that they had that none of us three owned and have a separate collection, which every six weeks we are picking one of their movies at random to cover. And so that's what we're doing next week. And Rachel's hosting that week. So Rachel, why don't you tell us what Doug and Rhonda pick we got for next week? Okay, well, we're doing 1987's Wall Street, which I have never seen. So I will be writing a synopsis of what I think it's about. All three of us will. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. All None three, of us have seen it. That's going to be fun. Because yes. You guys are going to get some interesting I hear this movie's tidbits. a big deal. Yeah. I know. And all I know it. is Michael Douglas's character is named Gordon Gecko. So I will mm-hmm. include that in my synopsis. And I wouldn't have even known nope. that. I just I've know seen... that Douglas and Charlie Sheen are in it. That's and Daryl Hannah's there as well. And, I've and seen obviously the it has to do with stock market. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and suits. And Daryl Hannah has a hard quality in it. But I only know that because of Friends. so there you go a little treat for everybody otherwise that is all that we have today thank you guys so much for listening 
please follow us on socials. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We don't really understand Twitter. No, so- <laughs> I don't get it either. Twitter sucks anyways. Yeah. You guys are mean. And tell your friends. Otherwise, we will see you or talk to you next week. Mm-hmm. Later. Bye. 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 Bye.